it will be your to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. There's the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. One hell of a show planned for you guys today as we get into a lot of March Madness. I know that I have um, I, I've got some takes that I need to maybe walk back a little bit. Yeah, you definitely do. And it's it's funny that this time it's you that has to go through it and not me. Because it's a whole situation of yesterday of like, you know what, like, pff, hey, <laughs> I got it figured out. I'm only, I only do one bracket. I don't mess around. I'm a one bracket kind of guy. You went on a whole thing with it. It was freaking hilarious. Not messing around with any other brackets. This is my bracket. I love this bracket more than any other bracket in the world. It's the best bracket. Not even going to look at any other ones unless, unless something's better there. And I just... It's tough. And you also hit me with the, ah, oh, man, you got to have at least one 5-12 upset. And I was, like, looking around. I was like, ah, you know. There was a party that wanted to do the Iowa, but I didn't want to go against you because I've never I've never seen you been wrong. I've never seen you been wrong before. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. I feel very good about myself. Uh, we are going to get into March Madness, uh, the Devontae Adams trade that happened yesterday, and then maybe look into some of the available quarterbacks that are out there and kind of power rank them because I feel like that's what a lot of teams are doing. Uh, that's what a lot of these fans are doing as well. It's like, okay, who who do the Colts want? Who do the Panthers want? So we're going to kind of power rank those available quarterbacks. Guys like Matt Ryan, Baker Mayfield, I count them as available because it feels like they might be moved. And, you know, maybe during the show today we'll get that Deshaun Watson news that we've all been waiting for. Um, but I, I, I don't know. We'll see. I think maybe it'll come down on Monday. Hopefully it's not a Friday news drop. That's kind of, I'm hoping it's not like one of those deals where it's five o'clock or something. They're like, boop, Sean Watson has made his decision. Then we head into the weekend just like, oh my God, this is nuts. Because maybe the NFL is wanting to look at it and turn the NFL or Friday news dump into something like, oh, actually have this be a discussable topic. Let's talk about it all weekend instead of just trying to bury it on a Friday. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, he really he gets to decide when this news breaks. And, and the crazy thing about Deshaun Watson is kind of those relationships that he has around the league with guys like uh, his agent, it is a pretty well-known guy. His quarterback coach, pretty well-known guy. And I don't want to say that they're like sources, but they're not afraid to like talk. Like even when some of the Deshaun Watson stuff came out originally, it was like, yeah, and I'm not gonna like really comment on it. Yeah. And so we'll see what happens with it. I hope it's not a Friday news dump. Um, but you never know. This this could also be a situation where they think that putting it out on a Friday maybe takes away from a little bit of the speed all that it is for the Colts. Because I, I do think it could the Falcons or it could be the Saints. Either way, there are going to be a lot of people that are very angry about it. The fact that he gets to play in the NFL again or still or however it works. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens with it. I think it could happen today. Uh, but the big news that we got last night, um, I 
absolutely love it. And I know we have a, a couple Raiders fans even in here in the chat. I'm happy about it for them. I'm nervous about it for people. I had a lot of emotions yesterday because I didn't necessarily see it directly directly into it. But it is one of those situations. Excuse me here. I didn't see it happen directly. And you guys came in and you were like, Chiefs are the worst team in the AFC West now. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? Like, what? And it was all. Huh? I never Yeah, it was, it was your other brother that said it. Not the one that's in here. Just super excited for the Raiders right now. Um, he was like, the Raiders just traded for Devontae Adams, and my jaw just dropped. It's just like, son of a gun. It's like everyone else in the AFC West is doing something to make their team better, and Kansas City's just sitting back. Like, hey, we'll figure it out. Now, I'm Mr. Optimism. I realize that. I understand that. But it's also still one of these situations where it's like, you know, it'd be cool if you just hurry up and figure it out, Beach. Because a year ago at this time, Kansas City had probably one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL. And then by the time the season started and after the draft, they were pretty studly. And then when we finished the year, it's like, hey, probably top five offensive line in the NFL. So I'm still going to give it some time, but I'm not going to take any praise and credit away from what the Raiders have done, what the Broncos have done, and what the Chargers have done. The Chargers had a ton of money. They brought in and helped their defense out tremendously. The Broncos, they needed a quarterback. Man, boy, did they go and get one. The Raiders needed a true offensive weapon and a defensive pass rush. They went and got that as well. The only thing else I think the Raiders really need to focus on is that defensive secondary. If they can get a true defensive secondary member to be a difference maker, I think it's a really lookout for the Raiders. And my... And my true worry right now is it's Tyron Matthew. He's still on the market, and it's one of these situations where we look at him, and Tyron Matthew's probably possibly pissed off at the Chiefs that they're not willing to pay him or they're, they're willing to move on from him, and he goes to the Raiders and it bites the Chiefs in the ass. That is my current March 18th worry and concern. And I'm sure everything that you just said was fantastic. <laughs> I heard none of it. Because apparently people couldn't hear me with an app. So here we go. Hey. <laughs> I, I, I bet over. it was great, Big Country. You're so smart, and the AFC West is so good. Um, hi, I'm back. Uh, Technical difficulties have been a real pain in the ass this week. <laughs> God. <laughs> right? And the great thing about doing like a live radio or podcast or anything like that is that you have to be like, all right, it's time for you to go on a rant while I figure this shit out over here. <laughs> so, I tried my best. It's just like, where am I? And I'm over here up? like on blogging cords and trying to figure this shit out, but like also trying to listen to you. I apologize and thank you for going on your rant. I think we got it now. People can hear me. And also, thanks to you guys shouting it out in the chat. Too, that is cool. Like, we don't know. I don't know if you can hear me or not. So uh, hats off to you guys to just be like, hey, by the way, can't hear you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, let's get this thing rolling, though. With the Devontae Adam news, I am, I'm happy for Raiders fans. I am a Chiefs fan, but I love player movement. And getting a, probably the best receiver in the league moved in an offseason is phenomenal. Like, when the news broke yesterday, I'm sitting there, I'm eating some wings, I'm watching <laughs> basketball. Next thing I know, Devontae Adams has been traded. And a crazy thing I think about this one, no one was talking about it. There were no little like, oh, I'm hearing reports. Yeah. A source tells me this. Nothing. It came out of nowhere. So, and I'll tell you, 
people weren't sitting on it. The Schefters, the Rappaports of the world, they weren't just like, that. Ah, I'm not going to put out any rumors about yeah. this. No one knew. I don't know how they did it. So congratulations. It's actually, to me, it was very exciting that it happened this way. It, Instead of talking about it for two or three days that it could happen, and then it does. I liked this. Do you want to know what it was? The Packers want to keep things quiet, and they can't because Rodgers has his agent talk to other people. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think this was the time the Packers finally had control of the situation on how they wanted it to be handled, and they got what they wanted, and they're able to take care of business. Yeah. It, it, with the Raiders, I do love it. I know that there were a lot of – there was a lot of talk yesterday. The great thing about um, – this job is being able to be around other fans when news breaks. And that happened yesterday. And a crazy thing about this area is there are so many Raiders fans in it. I know if you live here, you're probably not shocked by it because you see it all the time, but there are so many Raiders fans in this area. I would bet easily. They're the second most popular team in this area, chiefs and Raiders. And I, it's pretty close. Oh, 100%. A lot closer than you would think. Um, So it was cool to see that reaction of like, okay, here's my friend that's a Raiders fan. He's pumped. He's excited. He should be. And here's my friend that's a Chiefs fan. And I think even you you do this sometimes too. It's almost like you you don't want to give credit to the other team for making a good move because it kind of scares you, makes you nervous. Like when Brady came back and it's like, I'm not scared. I'm not – well, yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to get better about it (laughs) because even yesterday with the Raiders, it was like good for them for a second. But you don't want to give any praise because the Raiders will ne- the Raiders fans will never give you praise for anything. Like when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, all my Raiders fans were like, "Yeah, do it again." Then, like we've we have any Super Bowls? Do we have? Uh-huh. And I was like, "Dude, just like come on." That's why I'm a great like friend. I will give any team credit except for Oklahoma, but I don't befriend those people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're big like Yesterday, the Raiders they made a good move. They got a guy. And you have to. You see everything else that the AFC West is doing. You you have to start make, making moves yourself. And, you know, the other day we were on radio, and I was prepared to name the Raiders my, like, loser of the offseason. <laughs> like 30 minutes before, they they get a, a pass rusher. They make a trade for a corner. Now they're getting Devontae Adams. Like, their trade's probably not up there with the Broncos, like, getting Russell Wilson. But, I mean, just you can scroll through Twitter, and I know Twitter's not always the great – greatest source but you can look at what they have going on in the afc west it's ridiculous all four teams are going to be very good next year yeah i am kind of patiently waiting by the phone to see um if we're going to get some moves from the kansas city chiefs it's time and i'm not worried i'm not one of those guys that's like oh my god the chiefs are in trouble um but you do have to make some moves everybody else making moves everybody else getting better it's time for the Chiefs to maybe start making some signings. You'll get a right tackle in here, a receiver, corner, whatever it is. You've got to do something. I would still predict them, as of today, to win the AFC West. But I'm also not crazy. It's going to be a tough path. I think what they need to do is they definitely need to get a right tackle. They need to get another corner, opposite Legereus need, because losing Charbreus Ward is a big hit to that defense. No matter how much stock you want to put into that, that he's been – a quality starter the last three years for him. He's not made like a huge impact, but he's been targeted a ton in man, but left alone, he's done just a good enough job. So you need to get someone that you can rely on and trust in that position quickly. You have Justin at safety, so you're fine there. You definitely need to get another pass rusher, again with the right tackle, and then I guess right now wide receiver two is just at the bottom of that list because 
you have to be able to find a way to stop these offenses in the AFC West. Well, what's crazy is I think it's at the top of the Chiefs list. Well, if it is, you better get it quick so you can get the other positions. Right. Now, whether that does become like a Juju Smith-Schuster and you know a Stephon Gilmore who's still available out in free agency, if you can somehow bring him in on a one-year deal or you know a somewhat two- or three-year deal and just give him his money and go, that would be awesome. I, that would make things – it would make Chiefs Kingdom so much more comfortable the rest of the way heading into the draft. It's like, okay, we at least got these guys. And for the Raiders, they send a first and a second rounder this year yeah. to Green Bay for Devontae Adams. I don't think they didn't give up too much for him. I don't think. I Not think that's as a much as I would deal. think. Yeah, I, that, in that first round pick, it wasn't super high. It's pick 22. That's, that's not a bad pick to give up, I think. So good for them. And I also I want to see Derek Carr with a top tier receiver we're about to <laughs> i mean in, when you look at it even and i know uh you know my brother matt and i we were all in the bar last night watching games and talking about it and when you start to break it down like the top targets in the afc west which is the best division in football now i don't think it's yeah. even in question Devonte adams and darren waller when both healthy probably better than tyreek and travis kelsey yeah honestly it just their size and speed combination there, it's it's ridiculous. It's at least a conversation to be had. And I I find myself rooting for the Raiders. I know I'm not supposed to, but as I've said, I'm a bandwagon Chiefs fan. So I, I don't hate any of this <laughs> these other teams. Like every year I have to watch the Chargers and Broncos draft guys that I love. So it's like <laughs> ah, kinda like what you're doing there. Still want the Chiefs to win, but I think it's gonna be uh, a very enjoyable time for fans. You're going to see a lot of these matchups uh, in primetime. Yeah. I mean, where Chiefs-Raiders is a great rivalry for the NFL. Now you've got two of the, I think, better teams in the AFC right there. Anytime you have an AFC West matchup, even if it's Broncos-Raiders, probably need to look at flexing that one, <laughs> yeah. you know? Okay, yeah. It's just all 17 weeks. You might have an AFC West matchup on Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night. And it definitely helps that, you know, the Chargers have a new stadium, the Raiders have a new stadium, so they're going to want to be showing that off anyways to, you know, national primetime audience. And then when you get the Chiefs and Broncos in there, those stadiums are just so legendary and iconic that you're definitely going to want to show those as well. And plus the matchup of the teams is just that much more important this year. Yeah. Like, it is going to be – here's a question. Do you think it's a real possibility all four teams from the AFC West can make the playoffs? Is that is that possible? With seven playoff teams now, yeah. Three of them would have to get the wild card, but it'd be very tough. I think, um, I think, like what we saw last year is how it's going to work out. But I do think that the teams are going to be better. So last year, you had the Chiefs make it as the division winner. Um, it was, uh, and then I think you'll have a team like the Broncos in there, and then maybe like the Raiders and Chargers are fighting for that last wild card spot. So I think you're going to get three out of four, possibly. Yeah. But I, I do think that – I was talking to Brooks about it earlier, who's in chat with us. I think that the AFC West is going to have four very good teams. I would not be surprised if all four teams have a winning record. That's very tough to do. But I think they can dominate the rest of their schedule. Oh, I mean, the Chiefs are going to have the hardest schedule ever next season because you have to play the first team of all the division winners – you're, you have to face the NFC West this year. Like, it's just going to be insane. And then you're going to have to play Tampa. They're probably going to be playing most likely Buffalo, of course. It's just you look at the schedule they have. You're going to have to play Cincinnati. You're going to have to play Buffalo. 
You're going to have to play Tampa Bay. Who else in the AFC won their division? Who won the North? The, Cincinnati already said them. The South, Tennessee. The Bills. So, yeah. So, Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. So, you're going to have to play the Bengals, the Bills, the Titans. You won your division, so you're fine there. And then you got to play the AFC West and then your divisions. Yep. I uh, thank God Deshaun Watson is probably going to the NFC. I freaking hope. I freaking hope so. <laughs> NFC. After the Packers and the Bucks, it's like, eh, there's not a lot of competition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, is crazy. Everybody moved out west. Uh, but it is cool. And we are on Deshaun Watson watch today. I have a feeling that today is the day. I've been very wrong about a lot of my gut feelings. But I think it's going <laughs> to happen today. I've kind of talked myself into the Friday news dump. Deshaun Watson really gets to decide when and where he goes. And I would not be surprised if today around 2 o'clock Central Time, Deshaun Watson announces, hey, I'm going to the Falcons. You're picking the Falcons? I'm swaying that way today. I I think yesterday I was talking and I was like, oh, I'm still in on the Saints. Now I, I think it's the Falcons. The Falcons did this thing last night where they extended Matt Ryan's, like, money that's due to him until, like, Tuesday. One, how the hell do you even do that? (laughs) If somebody owes me money, I'm not going to be like, yeah, you know what, actually, just get it to me on Tuesday. Take your time. I want that shit on Friday. It's like $7.5 million. Like, yeah, I'll wait until next week. I wonder (laughs) if they just honey-dicked him with it. It was like, hey, man, like, actually, you know, the way our bank account works is, like, it's probably going to take a couple days for the kind of transfer. Like, you Uh might hit Tuesdays. Okay. He's like, yeah, that's fine. Like, no worries. And it's like, actually, gotcha. Deshaun's our quarterback. You're gone. Yeah, so I, I wonder what's going to happen there. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see that news today. I hope it's today. I'm tired of waiting for it, actually. I need that excitement. We had. It feels like we've had something in the NFL every day for the past two weeks. Oh, absolutely. Do you think if he doesn't do it today, I mean, he's, he's guaranteed he does it Monday, so he's the talking point for the rest of the week. Yeah, it's almost like a PR thing. Like, Do you want yeah. to talk about it a lot or a little? Because if you don't want to talk about it, let's put it out on Friday. We'll get some March Madness games in there going, get people talking about that. Or if you want it to be a big splash thing, Monday morning, 8 a.m., you schedule that tweet like with the graphic, like, ah, oh, Atlanta, so good to be home. Yeah. And everyone is talking about it for like Give two or three Give us a days. day to build a graphic and get your font mm-hmm. done, yada, 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 and then we'll post it. Yeah, so I, I definitely think that that could happen. I think another thing that should happen is you should get down to Roper Kia and visit them, check out their inventory. If they don't have what you're looking for, they will help you find it. And if you mention us here at Mike Up, they'll give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride at Roper Kia. Definitely check them out. I, I feel like we ranted a little bit about them yesterday with that hassle-free buying experience. You can't put a price tag on that. You can't. On your time. And then... The part of negotiations immediately started with $1,000 off the asking price. Mm-hmm. Uh, booyah. Right. It feels like you're done negotiating right there. It's like, you've already <laughs> given me $1,000 off. Thank you. I'll drive out of this car in this car today. Yeah. Where do I sign? What, what do I, I have to sign. do to get you in this car today? Mention mic'd up. That's it. Bingo, bingo. Next <laughs> up is going to be. say it. I almost <laughs> predicted it. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Gunspot.com is up next. Be sure to visit them for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And the best part about the site is you don't have to worry about any extra charges when you go to check out. Not even a consideration. So go ahead, visit Gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs, like I said. Also, it's not a matter of if. It doesn't matter when danger could arise. Make sure you put yourself in a position to protect you and your family with Gunspot.com. 
All right, now let's talk about some March Madness brackets and what's going on there. Yesterday was an incredibly exciting time to be able to watch games. I know I even said it. I think it's one of the best sports days of the year. I'm not the biggest of college basketball fans, but I do like it. And being able to just sit around all day knowing that there is basketball on has been fantastic. And getting it yesterday, first game tipping off at 11. Then you wait about 30 minutes later. You get another game that's tipping off. Another 30 minutes, there's another game. At one point yesterday, I had four screens going (laughs) with basketball. Where was the fourth at? So I've got my other monitor. Yeah. The TV. Okay. I brought in my iPad (laughs) and my computer. ADD That's, on fleek yesterday. That is I'm sick. paying attention to everything. I'm flipping channels. Like I felt like I was doing very important work. Like I was monitoring someone for the CIA, but I was just watching basketball because like one game would get close, and I have to put that on the TV with sound. <laughs> and then the other game gets moved, like relegated to the iPad. Like, uh, sorry, you're kind of a blowout. You're an iPad game now. So you're like going Iron back Man and flipping forth. these fucking screens, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, like superhero movies where I'm just yeah. flipping things with my fingers. I mean, like, you're here, you're there. No one else in the room can like keep up with my brain and what I'm doing. But yeah. really, I'm just a middle aged guy who's watching basketball. <laughs> but it felt really cool, and we did have some uh, brackets get busted. Mine, in particular, <laughs> uh, where so many people were giving me shit about picking Iowa to win it all. Not Iowa to win yesterday. I picked Iowa to win the whole damn thing. And I I didn't even let people, like, tell me that I should change. I I even had some people in my DMs being like, bro, like, I'm just trying to help you out. Don't pick Iowa. And I was like, I've I've watched a little basketball this year. Like, I'm not an expert by any means, but I'm not, you know, somebody who's just, like, picking teams based on favorite color. But I was pretty (laughs) confident with Iowa. And I will say... There were some bad calls at the end of the game that should have been fouls that maybe would have changed the end result. But that's whatever. Iowa loses yesterday. It's great. And I even told you, as you said, you've got to have a 5-12 upset. I got one yesterday. First one. Uh, Iowa loses. And I was a little upset at the time. But in all honesty, my bracket is still in very good shape. I've only missed on two games. (laughs) Iowa and Kentucky. And I'll tell you what, I feel like everybody else missed on Kentucky, too. Oh, yeah. And now, you only did one bracket, right? One. Mm-hmm. So I did four total. I wrote, I, excuse me, I wrote, I wrote one out, and then three of them I did on ESPN. I have one of those brackets at 93% correct. My third one is at 13%. 13%? So I have a fire emoji <laughs> on one of them, I've ever and seen. I have a ice emoji on the other. And I'm trying to figure out where I went wrong. Uh huh. <laughs> well, I picked Boise State. I picked. So that's one I got. It must have all been in the lower half. And see, that's what. Yeah, cr- I picked. Yeah. Even with my bracket, State. and I was not shy about tweeting out my picks and who I thought would advance. Like, I took a screen grab with my Iowa pick to win the championship. I put it out there. But I, like I said, I'm still at like 99% on my bracket. Now, as the each round goes further and further, it's going to hurt me more and more because I was yeah. not going to be in there. But, you know, a lot of people pick Kentucky even. I was looking at our, our mic'd up group that we have. 
Uh, there were a couple people that picked Kentucky to win the whole thing. So, like, yeah, I'm sitting here in Iowa lost, but, like, that Kentucky win – or, sorry, the Kentucky loss is going to hurt a lot of people. And, you know, we had two, three – we had three people in our group pick Kentucky to win the championship. And they're gone. And I did not – I mean, I, I believe it was yesterday on the show – we got to the Kentucky game versus St. Peter's, whoever the hell that is. Yeah. And I said, like, it's Kentucky versus St. Peter's. Like, no one cares. Good luck with the big guy at Kentucky. They handled it. So <laughs> hats off to them. But that's what's great. And I think that's one thing that people don't even realize about, like, the quote-unquote experts. You can't predict it. It's too hard in sports. Yeah. You can draw up everything and be like, no, absolutely no chance. But there is a chance. Every time, even like, you know, with the Chiefs, like there is definitely a chance that they suck very bad next year. It's also a really good chance that they, they go undefeated. But it's sports, so you can't just judge things on paper. You can't just look at your bracket and be like, ah, Kentucky's a blue blood. They're going to advance. And that's another thing that I absolutely love about March Madness is the unpredictability of it. Of you get guys in my DMs, they're like, I've watched like every game every year. You can't pick Iowa. But they pick Kentucky. So it's like, uh, this is like me going to a golf range and a guy that's just as good as me being like, hey, fix your swing, do this, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I actually, I think I'm good. <laughs> you know? Like, even At I me had... next time. At <laughs> me next time. <laughs> Different person. But also okay. you. <laughs> but even, you know, a lot of the fans after the Iowa game, I had one in particular that was in my DMs, like just talking shit, like lightly, not like trolling or anything like that. Yeah, it was like, "How you feeling about your bracket now?" Like I tried to tell you not to pick Iowa. Fast forward a couple hours, he had picked Kentucky. Kentucky's out. <laughs> it's karma, man. It's it karma. strikes fast. You can't talk shit to people, or it'll come back and get you. <laughs> but I do love that about March Madness. And, and yesterday, there were so many teams where I had to look at my bracket and try to remind myself who I picked. Because I found myself, like, rooting against Michigan mm-hmm. yesterday. But in my bracket, I had picked them to win. So I was very conflicted. But it was cool, as always, to see some of these teams. And, you know, there, it's always some team out of nowhere that you've never heard of, like St. Peter's, that even, like, everybody looked at that matchup. I, I don't know anybody that picked St. Peter's to win that game. But, like, maybe they go on a little bit of a, a run now where they've already beaten Kentucky, so uh, maybe they find some success. I, I'm kind of rooting for them. Oh, I mean, especially I like now, them. that's the hopeful Cinderella story, right? It's like, oh, go, go win another game. Because if they win another one, it's going to be like the unknown St. Peter's, their basketball <clears throat> account on Twitter wasn't even verified. So it's, it's one of those situations where they're over there tweeting at Twitter, like, hey, how about you verify us now? Like, we just beat Kentucky, yada, yada, yada. You go win another game, people are going to realize who you are. I saw a tweet that said Kentucky has three assistant coaches that make more than the head coach at St. Peter's. Three assistant coaches. Holy and then, of course, Calipari probably makes like 100 times whatever the head coach at St. Peter's does, <laughs> yeah. plus whatever he's getting under the table. Oh, and I did see a reply to it, too. I should start giving these people credit for when I read their tweets. The <laughs> original tweet of Kentucky has three assistant coaches that make more than the head coach at St. Peter's. Somebody had replied to it and was like, yeah, they got two players that probably make more than the head coach at St. Peter's, too. That actually might be true. Like, that yeah. used to be like a ha-ha funny joke. Kentucky play, pays their players. Now it's actually realistic with name image likeness. That over the table, they make more than $150,000. 
You know, I felt like we saw football players almost immediately on the NIL deals, like on TV commercials. Have you seen anything with basketball players? Um, somebody, I did, but I don't remember who it was. I saw a deal. I didn't even see the commercial for it, though. But that's the thing with the four screens. As soon as your game goes to commercial, my eyes are somewhere else. <laughs> I did see the Matt Stafford commercial yesterday. I don't know if you noticed that one. He's on, like, the AT&T commercial. I did not see it. I saw an AT&T commercial with uh, Coach K, but that was it. Yeah, he trades in his phone, and he's like, what if I still love my old phone? And I like, I will always cherish my old phone. Like, it's the Lions. Yeah. That was a pretty good one. They did a good job writing that and bringing him in. Uh, but I haven't I haven't seen many NIL deals. Like a Paige Beckers or, yeah, uh, who are they, the Cavender Twins? Yeah, from Fresno State or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think those were the two where I saw they had like name image likeness deals for commercials during because they, somebody's making that big push of like women's history month and like, oh, yeah. there's only forty percent of athletes are female. Let's yep. up that. They I think they threw some numbers. Some well money. they better get Caitlin Clark involved. My God, she is a stud. Right? Yeah, like she's somehow underrated. Like she's not yeah. getting talked about enough. So we're here dropping back to back triple doubles and we're just like, anti eh, who cares? Yeah, I do. Maybe now that the tournament has started on the girls' side, it'll happen for them. Yeah. Um, Another team, uh, back to the boys' side of things, I thought Gonzaga looked very good last night. And a scary thing about them is that they were close in that game for so long. But then you could almost tell when they turned it on. It was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, we are the one seed. Let's just annihilate the 16 seed. Yeah. And it happened. I mean, honestly, I looked down from the TV – for 10 minutes tops, maybe five minutes. I looked back up and Gonzaga was up by 20. That's it how was I a felt. tie game. I had a conversation with somebody. I look up and Gonzaga's up by 20. And Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren are just going to be too much to handle. They're too big. They're too skilled. Like, good luck. No one else can guard two, like, seven footers. Yeah. Is Timmy seven foot? He's close. He's probably like six, Might nine, as well six be. ten. Yeah. It's it's going to be awesome watching them go. I just hopefully they don't get complacent within like oh we're we've been in this spot before we can turn it on and just start you know putting this team away. Yeah, have I mean, that energy and mindset from the start. It happened in Kentucky yesterday. Now, yeah. You overlook some of those teams. Now, where you, I think a big problem with March Madness is you find yourself looking towards the next matchup. One hundred. Like oh okay we have St. Peter's like yeah we're definitely focused, but who do we have in the next round? Yeah. And, you know, even with, like, uh, Duke plays today, I think they're on upset watch already. Again, Duke, Duke fan, but I can be critical of my teams. Um, that matchup about Duke and Michigan State is already getting so much attention. The, yeah. I mean, you hope that a team like Duke, who's a young team, very young team, you have to hope that they take this first matchup serious. CSU Fullerton. Yeah, like you never know. You, you got to look out for CSU, man. You I'm just... not sleeping on anybody anymore. <laughs> not after that Kentucky thing where yesterday I was like, eh, doesn't matter. Move California on. State University of Fullerton. Uh-huh. That's a... What's their mascot? That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> right. <laughs> no one knows. But there are a lot of good games today. Uh, they start again at 11-15. Tuffy we'll the Titan. The what? <laughs> Tuffy. Tuffy is the university mascot. Because they are the Titans, the CSU Fullerton Titans. But uh, their mascot's an elephant. Like Alabama. Named Tuffy. 
Uh, first game, Loyola, Chicago versus Ohio State. That was not as exciting, uh, but just wait around because at 11.40 Central Time, uh, number two seed Auburn takes on Jacksonville State. Uh, you get A lot of people picked Auburn to advance. I did, Texas yeah. Tech, um, a lot of teams, a lot of fans really like them too. Uh, I had somebody tell me that I should be taking Texas Tech, and I'm like, I don't do that. <laughs> That's not me, dog. You didn't take Texas Tech at all? Uh, I took them for a couple rounds, but oh, okay. not anything serious to like make an Elite Eight run. Or... I was like, man, you took Montana State for the upset, and we're just now talking about it? <laughs> no, I'm not <laughs> that like, crazy. I, will, uh, I felt pretty good about some of my picks yesterday, though. I didn't, I didn't have any big crazy upsets. I was thinking that, in my mind, the like 5-12 upset of St. Mary's in Indiana, I had them flipped in my brain of like St. Mary should be the 12 seed. Indiana should be the 5 seed. Yes. That was not the case. <laughs> no, that was the one I went when you were like, ooh, 5-12 upset, where uh-huh. I went and picked Illinois in one of, or Indiana and lost it. So the only games I lost yesterday was UConn losing, Indiana losing, Kentucky, and Iowa. Those were the four games I lost yesterday. That's a lot of that's a lot of teams. It's ninety three percent. Those where my bracket's still at. Mm-hmm. I got the old fire emoji. You just yeah. been letting me know I'm at the top. And you get those ninety three percent. Yeah, this is only like the second or third year I've done like an online bracket challenge. Same. It's a lot of fun. It's it is a lot of it is a lot of fun, and you start to feel real good about it until you look at like where you rank nationally. I rank at one point two million. <laughs> what is it? My rank is 1.2 million at 120 points. <laughs> okay, my 1.2 million. Yeah, I'm 12,000. What? I'm at 12,000. Yeah, man, I was just starting to feel good about myself, and then you got to do that. So you're at 12,000. <laughs> yeah, I told you. Like people were talking shit to me yesterday because what oh, games Iowa did you lost. lose? Then I've only missed on two games. Iowa, and- Iowa, and. Kentucky. That's it. I got every other game right yesterday. Well, damn it, Indiana and UConn. <laughs> right. You a holes. So <laughs> I, I still feel pretty good about my bracket. And even in the mic'd up bracket challenge, I am in first place. So like the guys that were in my DMs yesterday, a lot of them from the bracket challenge, I'm still in first place. <laughs> Let me pat myself on the back here because it's not going to last long. So I picked Iowa to win the whole damn game. <laughs> Um, but we will get to see uh, Duke play today. I'm very excited about that. But as I said, kind of cautiously nervous about them overlooking someone too. I'm Cal State, Fullerton, or whoever they're playing. Uh, but you get number one, Arizona, Michigan State playing today. Another really, very good slate of games. I think day two kind of gets slept on. And honestly, a lot of people feeling it this morning because um, myself included went a little hard with St. Patrick's Day and March Madness happening on the same day. And then for our people that are maybe a little bit familiar with Joplin, we do this like thing called Third Thursday. So the third Thursday of every month, it's like a street festival. Mm -hmm. Partaking a little bit of that last night. Beautiful last night. Mm -hmm. Beautiful outside. So nice. Yeah, it definitely was. Uh, Another place that is so nice is Club 609. Hopped into there for a little bit last night. Got those two-for-one shots, uh, which is phenomenal. And remembered shouting, hey, we only got two shots, two shots. We got four, but we only pay for two. That was exciting. I felt like I was at a horse race there for a second. But two-for-one drink specials, $2 draft pours at Club 609. If I remember right, I think I went back in there. Snip, snap, snip, snap. You did. 
left and came back. How about that? Look Club 609. Can't beat it. Best happy hour in the city of Joplin. You should check it out if you're anywhere near Joplin. Swing through. If you're on uh, the interstate, come into town. Right here, downtown. Yeah. Club 609. Uh, the address, 609 Main Street. Literally in the name. Can't Literally. miss it. Uh, downtown Lube located right here in the heart of Joplin. You talked about the best bar in town. How about the best shop to take your vehicle? Located right here in the heart of Joplin, like I said, on 1st and Main Street. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So visit their website at downtownloop.com for the full list of services. Also, like I said with Gunspot, same thing here with Downtown Lube. It's not a matter of if. It is a matter of when you're going to need your tires changed or your oil service. So make sure you get that taken care of if you're here in Joplin right there at Downtown Lube. All right, let's do talk uh, more NFL uh, because the NFL won't let anybody else have attention. Even during March Madness, it's still like, hey, wait a second. We're going to trade Russell Wilson. We're going to have Aaron Rodgers drum up all this drama. We're going to have Devontae Adams get traded. And, but I, there's still so much to go on with the quarterbacks and still so much movement, movement with the quarterbacks to where there are a lot of good guys out there. And for this hypothetical, we're just going to power rank and kind of talk about some of these guys that are available. I'm doing this with the idea that Deshaun Watson goes to the Falcons. Not as exciting if he goes to the Saints. Yeah. Because if he goes to the Falcons, Matt Ryan immediately becomes available. And is the best quarterback on the market. Old as hell. Old as hell. Probably going to be the best quarterback on the market. But you still have a lot of free agent guys, too. Like Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota, he's a guy we talked about a little bit yesterday, still out there, still available to be re-signed. Jameis, coming off that knee injury is a little bit of a question mark, but I'll tell you, he's already out. He's already doing the off-season workout videos. Looks like he's moving pretty well on that knee. And then also, I think you have to factor in, Baker Mayfield demanded a trade last night. Yep. Now, the Cleveland Browns immediately said no, but guess what? The Texans said this last year about Deshaun Watson. Now... He's talking to other teams, and he's going to get (laughs) traded. And I think that's what's happening with the Cleveland Browns, too, is you play this game of, like, no, we really want him. So other teams up their price. So they're like, okay, the the Browns do really want him. Let's give a second-round pick. And I don't think it's going to work. I I feel like NFL teams probably should see behind the bullshit and know what's going on because all 32 teams do this. Oh, absolutely. Do you think – I mean, Shirley Baker goes for a first, right? Are you about to sit here and tell me he goes for a second? You don't think he goes for a first? I do not think I don't even mean that rudely. I just... <clears throat> no. I don't wow. Think so. No. I mean, he's young. He's the first overall pick. He's been pretty good. Last year, we all know he was banged up a yeah. lot. I, I don't think that he goes for a first round pick. I do so think like that two twos, three second. twos? <laughs> no. I Just a single two? Maybe like a two and a three? But then what are the Browns going to do at quarterback? That's that's a very tricky question, um, and I yeah, a lot of people have even started to try to tie them to Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, we'll see what happens. Though. The Browns still have a very high draft pick. I know that the draft is not loaded at quarterback by any means, but they're picking at number thirteen overall. They might have to go that route, or like I said, some of these off season guys that are available at quarterback. Uh, these are just the ones that came to my mind again. Matt Ryan. I think that he could be available. Baker Mayfield, Jimmy G, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota. Out of that list, who do you think is the best quarterback available? Out of that entire list, it's got to be Matt Ryan. I mean, I just 
to set the list and set the standard, Matt Ryan is clearly the number one quarterback out of that. Is he as mobile as the rest of them? No, but he's got the experience. He's very good. He's accurate. He knows how to lead. People respect him. Matt Ryan is clearly the number one quarterback out of that list. Yeah, and I'm not the biggest Matt Ryan guy. Like I'm, I'm not anti Matt Ryan, but I I don't think he's special. He's 36 years old. It, he's 36, but he plays older than he is. Yeah, he just can't. He's not mobile. Like I just looked up his age, so obviously I know. I would have guessed that he was older than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I would have thought he was 40, to be honest. Yeah, or you know, at least like 38 and some change. Uh, but at 36, I mean, he could still have a couple more years left on him. If I'm the Indianapolis Colts, that's my first call. I, I'm not making any moves on a guy like Baker Mayfield or Jameis Winston yet. Yep. I'm going to figure out what happens with Matt Ryan and the Falcons. Because if I can get him, I feel very good about that. And if you're the Falcons, you're sending him to the other conference. You're yep. sending him to the AFC. That's good news for you. Very much. So. I think that's something that they definitely they try to do. That definitely plays a factor into it. Of you know what? Not just getting a guy out of the division, but getting him out of the conference. Teams and, like that. Absolutely. And with Julio Jones being released, we might see like you know a little bit of a match make there back in Indianapolis. Come back together because then he has the money. And I'm not saying Julio's going to be super expensive, but you bring those guys back together opposite of Michael Pittman. Yeah, nice. I saw if he can stay healthy. uh, A lot of rumors, and it could have just been fan rumors of Julio and uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that Tom Brady is like trying to recruit him there, but also the Packers who desperately need a receiver in there. Yeah, no, that's one move where I'm kind of shocked, honestly, because the Packers don't have another receiver. Yeah, like they're actually pretty fucked at receiver right now. I'm wondering what Aaron Rodgers' current thought process is. Right and now. allegedly, he signed off on it. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Do what you got to do. What? Yeah. He was like, yeah, I got my $50 million a year. It's not technically $50 million a year, but, you know, like. <laughs> I, I guess they finally draft one of those receivers in the first round that he's always wanted. Highly coveted first-round receivers. <laughs> Good luck, like, letting Devontae Adams yeah, so we can sit there and scream at them all off. To season. draft a guy who's probably, like, wide receiver five or something. Yeah. Way to go. This is what happens when you let your quarterback run your franchise. We are like, literally watching the demise of the Green Bay Packers. The, the, the president of the Packers and the GM is just like, you know what? We're going to let him run this thing into the ground. <laughs> he is going to go down. He's going to be the scapegoat. Everyone is going to hate Aaron Rodgers by the time his, he's done in Green Bay. It's like, cool, thanks. You ran off Devontae Adams, and you replaced him with this receiver. And, like, he's probably going to bust or something like that. I, I, don't, I don't get it. But back to the Colts. I, I do. I really think that Matt Ryan, he's got to be your top guy for any team, not just him. You know, the Panthers still need a quarterback. Yeah. The Colts need a quarterback. The Browns might need a quarterback, assuming they will eventually trade Baker Mayfield. So it's like, what do they do in this situation? Uh, as far as number two guys on your list, who do you have as the number two guy? Uh, I'm going to go Jimmy G. Some people might not agree with that or like it, but Jimmy G wins football games. It may not be in the prettiest way, shape, or fashion. But dude helps wins football games, and he takes care of the ball on third down. He converts and gets the first down as well. And so you and I could not disagree more on Jimmy G. Yeah, with your he wins football games takes. That's fine. To me, uh, it's like a track team. Now here's the thing: when I say he wins football games, I'm not saying they're winning games because of like Jimmy Garoppolo is not the main. His record team. is good. Yeah, it is good, and he knows how to put his team in position to go win games. 
but I'm not giving him all the credit for that. And to me, it would be like if you have a track team and you keep winning every meet. Like you got a four by one team, you know, we're dominating, right? We've been to the championships, we've done this, we've done that. But we could replace a guy and get faster. That's, that's how I look at it with Jimmy G. That's like, okay, you are point. the third guy on the team. Like, we do, <laughs> yep. you are not even good. But if we get another guy in here, now we're breaking records. One gets us the lead, two keeps mm-hmm. it, third probably gets us in second place, fourth has to smoke it and get us back in the Yeah, race. so for Jimmy G, he's always just been the guy on good teams for me. I don't, I yeah. don't think that he's good. I don't like him. Uh, so but if like if you look at it though with Jimmy G, he's gonna be the guy on a good team, which could be Cleveland. If you put him in maybe. Cleveland, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. It's a similar offense, a similar type. I think you know with just running the football. That's gonna be the main focus of the Cleveland Browns. Play action, bootleg, get it out, boom! You got Amari Cooper out there. You got an athletic tight end. You got another dominant People's Jones receiver out there. Kind of a similar makeup of what the Forty ers are there in Cleveland. Yeah, we talked to, we talked about this, but I I also wonder if they're going to trade him if the San Francisco 49ers are getting rid of him. I think it's very interesting that they have not signed a veteran quarterback to be the backup yet. Yeah. And I guess maybe in your mind you're like, "Okay, let's make sure we get rid of we have a trade for Jimmy G and then we'll go out and we'll bring in a veteran." But you have to pair Trey Lance with a veteran quarterback. Yeah. And they have not done that yet. So I in the back of my mind, I do wonder does Kyle Shanahan keep Jimmy G for another year? I think you should trade him now just based off trade value. But I don't know if Kyle Shanahan's ready to buy into the Trey Lance starting quarterback thing, which baffles my mind. But it's Matt Shanahan or Kyle Shanahan. (laughs) I don't know what he's thinking. I mean, if you keep Jimmy G, you pretty much have to do you either start him or do you bench him? I think it would be very tough to keep him around and not start him. Which I think is a concern because you gave up so much for Trey Lance. Right. And eventually you do have to figure out if Trey Lance is going to be. I just feel like this turns into a great value version of the Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love situation. (laughs) Right. Like, which starter? Very, very great value. (laughs) You you barely even knew this brand existed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I do like Trey Lance. A lot, though. I was surprised that they didn't pay him last year. I am not a Jimmy G guy. I do still think that he gets an opportunity to start in the NFL. He is coming off that shoulder surgery, which is going to be tough, and I think that's probably slowed his market a little bit. And the 49ers maybe not wanting to move on from him has slowed his market. For me, when I look at this list of guys that we came up with, though, uh, in no particular order. Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston, Baker Mayfield, Jimmy G, Marcus Mariota. You give me that list and you tell me I can have one of these guys, I am going to put Baker Mayfield second. Yep. Which, if you've been listening to me talking to a microphone for a long time, you realize I'm not a Baker Mayfield fan. But I've been saying it all along with him. Put a chip on his shoulder and move him to Indianapolis, and holy hell, I think you might have something special. No joke. I think and, I think you could have a Pro Bowl quarterback. I'm not saying he's going to like win the MVP or even be in the discussion, but I think you could have a Pro Bowl quarterback with Baker Mayfield next season. And maybe you extend him for a couple of years. He's still very young, but I, I think taking advantage of him being angry is something to at least explore. Oh, especially if he's got the chip on his shoulder. Like that, I feel like... That is such a good point that you bring up. And then when we talk about it, it's like, yeah, Indianapolis is going to get that. And then Cleveland's going to have to look back and go, man, 
we messed up again. The whole Cleveland situation, they really did a poor job. And I hate to just pile on to Browns fans, but this whole process, I know that they came out and they're like, oh, we have talked to uh, Baker Mayfield. We've explained that we're going to attack these elite-level quarterbacks. I don't think that happened. And I think that's where they really messed up because they probably should have communicated that with Baker Mayfield, and they didn't. But honestly, I don't know if it would change anything. I think they could have communicated that with Baker Mayfield and said, by the way, we are going to look at Russell Wilson. We're going to kick the tires on Aaron Rodgers, and we are going to talk with Deshaun Watson. Even if they did say that to Baker Mayfield, still could have pissed him off and he put in a trade request. Or you don't tell him, you hope that no one ever finds out, and he stays relatively happy. I guess I, just, I don't. Bl- it's like the Browns are surprised that Baker's upset. Like, do you not know who the guy is? Did you not interview him in the draft process? <laughs> Have you not talked to him? And they're going to be like, "Oh no, this is a new regime." Um, and as we, you and I talked about it yesterday, I don't know if he's soft, but he's definitely like sensitive. Not so much in a bad way because he will. He'll use this to his advantage. Mm-hmm. You know, even like our our favorite quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. He'll watch the NFL 100 and then tweet out the notepad thing. Like, All right, okay. Yeah, some some guys use that as motivation, and I think Baker does as well to his advantage. Mm-hmm. So that's why I put him at number two on my list. At number three, I would agree with you. I would probably put Jimmy G. Yep, and it's, I put Baker as three. Very online, conservative. So we just him. Yeah, move. I don't love it, but if I don't have a quarterback, then I guess I'll go after him. Again, this is if I'm a team like the Indianapolis Colts or the Panthers even, pretty much any team. Um, One thing to factor in is age and contract. Baker Mayfield doesn't make as much money as these other guys. Matt Ryan is very old, but he's so much better than the other guys. Jimmy G is kind of the blend between those two. He's not very old, but he doesn't make that much money. So, uh, And then the next guy, we saw Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota available. (laughs) I'm going to go Marcus Jameis. Are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> like, yeah, honestly, I just, you were a bit of a Jameis guy last yeah, year. <laughs> I just, there was so much, see, like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I don't even know if that's how it correctly goes. But <laughs> at the same time, I messed up. I was wrong. Huh. I feel like I've had to get better at doing that over the last couple of years. Admit when I'm wrong. That's how you grow. And accept it. Hashtag growth. Look at me. Right? Uh, which is crazy because I I would still go Jameis over Mariota. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like Marcus can do more with his feet and like uh-huh. has been in a better situation in terms of getting to be the backup for Derek Carr and like coming into situations and being of value. And people might hear that and be like, well, Jameis literally sat behind Drew Brees. He did, but he clearly didn't freaking learn anything. <laughs> How do you go in and throw four touch, five touchdowns one game and you come back and throw no touchdowns? Two interceptions and like two fumbles. It's yeah. just not good, dude. It just it's Jameis Winston is Jameis Winston, and I wish he would get a real trainer. Like I wish he would go to Carson brother or Carson Palmer's brother, Jordan Palmer. Correct? Yeah. Just go train with him. Just someone who actually can train quarterbacks and put you in the right position and help you mentally. Instead, you're diving, dip, dive, ducking, um, dodging between all these freaking punching bags. It's just ridiculous workouts that he does, and I don't understand them. Yeah, with Mariota, I just – he seems like he's a really nice guy, and people, like, don't want to be critical of him yeah. because of that. Like, he hasn't been good at all. 
Yeah. Even in the draft, I remember when he was coming out in the draft, and I still, like, I never voiced it. But I, I had concerns because he, he didn't feel like he was good at anything. Well, he didn't feel like he was great at anything. He didn't have a big, strong arm. He wasn't super accurate. He was athletic, but he wasn't like Lamar Jackson. So he was just pretty good at everything. Yeah, whereas, you know, guys like Jameis, yeah, obviously he had his problems too. But I would still bet on Jameis Winston just because uh, allegedly he's a genius when it comes to football. And he is a little bit corny, but I do feel like some people do kind of rally around him. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely, I don't want either one of these quarterbacks leading my team. But if I had to pick, it would be Jameis Winston over them. And uh, just for fun, let's throw one more quarterback in there. Where would you put Carson Wentz in this <laughs> list? <laughs> you dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Probably four. So I would go Matt Ryan, Jimmy G, Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz, Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I put him at the top. Carson Wentz, number one. <laughs> yeah, the hype train starts <laughs> yeah. all over again. Choo-choo. Have you seen all the pictures of him? <laughs> he looks ridiculous. <laughs> what a stupid picture. Let me sit in the locker room with this freaking Letterman's jacket on. Oh. Yeah. What well, sucks for him, though, is somebody was like, hey, Carson, uh, put this Letterman jacket on. Yeah. Let's take a picture. It'll be cool. And now he's just getting roasted because he looks like that guy that was like has been in high school. Like, oh, I get it. You're good in high school, so now you're going to wear your Letterman jacket around. It's like he's the NFL version of that, of like, hey, remember that I, I was really good? Or Coming his, back to my old stomping ground. At his introductory press conference, he had a gold jacket on. And people were like, enjoy the gold jacket because you'll never wear one oh again. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of it like that. I just thought he was wearing the Washington colors. Yeah. Uh, oh which man, they were. But not. it's like, man, if you're going to wear a gold jacket as a football player, you really like, you can't even buy that jacket. You wow. have to, like, if you're going to wear a gold jacket, it has to be the Hall of Fame jacket. It would be like a golfer strolling into you know the clubhouse wearing a green jacket. <laughs> no, no, sir. You do not get to wear a green jacket until somebody puts it on you. That's the way that it should be. Anybody in the NFL, if you have a gold jacket, throw it away. Give Surely it he else. realized that, right? I think he's probably just pretty dumb. He's like, oh, man, check it out. We're in Washington colors. Look at this cool jacket. Yeah, I've had it this whole time just sitting in the closet. <laughs> Got my opportunity to wear it. It's tough. It is a tough. Oh, man. Tough look. It is also just a disgusting color. It is. It is almost like a mustardy. That is honey mustard that, ugh. Yeah, I'm not a mustard fan whatsoever. So not a good look for him, and I I do hate it for Carson Wentz because I don't have like anything against him. I just don't think he's good. And then you know things like this happen. You'll have something against him when you had a lot going for him. Yeah, and then it just came crashing down. Yeah, I I root for the comeback story. It's not going to happen, but I will <laughs> root for it. If I'm not starts- even rooting for it anymore. I've given up on him. I hope he just stinks. In Washington. But that's like my thing, you know. As soon as everybody else turns on a guy, it's like, all right, yep. rise from the ashes. Here we go. This is your opportunity. That was me And last then he'll year. start to, and people will jump back on, and I'm like, fuck that guy. He sucks. <laughs> that's going to be me and Carson Wentz. He's going to come out next year. He's going to have like four good games, and I'm going to be like, oh, here we go. Carson Wentz, this is awesome. And then everybody else will start to turn the tide, not first man off. I'm first man off the train. That's me. Do you know who you're currently doing it with? First guy off, first guy back on. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Who? Who am I currently doing? Baker Mayfield. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yep. Yep. I even thought that the other day. 
when I put out that tweet of like, man, I feel bad for Baker Mayfield. Everybody just kind of piling on him right now. Yeah. I'm going to be there to help pick him up. And now I'm going to dip out super early. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. It's all right. I got exactly. you. Dude. Kick him on your way out. One interception. And I'm like, yeah, I'm out. That guy yeah. sucks. He's a douche. Uh, that's yeah. garbage. That's usually how my brain works. Not with just football players. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, that's it for us today, though. A little bit of a shorter show. Look at us go. Hey. About an hour. Who are we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's it for us. Um, happy Friday everybody out there listening in the call-in app. Big Country and I will be back on Monday right here in the call-in app every weekday at 10 a.m. Central Time. We thank you guys for joining us. Enjoy your weekend. Be safe. We'll talk to you Monday.